You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. After months of speculation that Rochester could be a destination for displaced migrants, two buses from New York City carrying 77 people seeking asylum in the U.S. arrived late Monday at the Holiday Inn on State Street. WXXI's David Andriotta reports. They traveled light, and there were 30 children and one pregnant woman among them. They were greeted by local social service workers who presented them with food and clothing and showed them how to use key cards to enter their hotel rooms and use the microwave ovens. Monroe County Executive Adam Bellow announced their arrival Tuesday during a news conference where he and other officials took pains to convey that the newcomers would be welcomed here. What we are not going to do is be a community where buses of people are just coming here in the middle of the night and being dropped off in a parking lot with people who don't know where they are, why they're here, and who's taking care of them. That is not going to happen in Monroe County. Rochester is among several cities across the state where New York City has bused migrants that arrived there with little to no resources to ensure their welfare. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has said that his city would pay for migrants' hotel rooms and support services, and an executive order issued by Adam Bellow in May seeks to hold the city to its pledge. Rochester Mayor Malik Evans stressed that he expects New York City to make good on its promise. When we got word that there are an influx of migrants that are being bused to cities around the country and they are landing on our doorsteps, we have to do the humane thing. And the humane thing is to meet the moment. But I want to be clear. As the county executive said, we're meeting the moment. But we have every expectation that what we were promised will be delivered. A county spokesperson said the Holiday Inn filed its plan to receive migrants last week and that the deal was sealed on Friday. David Andrietta. WXXI News. The Rochester City School District is preparing to enroll any school-aged children among the asylum-seeking families at city schools in September. Superintendent Carmine Peluso said the district appointed a dedicated team of educators and counselors. Currently, we have available seats, right, and programming to absorb this, um, but we're going to continue to have to assess, right? There may be a breaking point where we need to hire more teachers and more staff. Peluso says the district will streamline the enrollment process for the immigrant children. A second person has died from injuries in a series of shootings on North Clinton Avenue early Saturday morning. Rochester police say the latest victim is 19-year-old Anthony Miller Curry. 22-year-old Anthony McIntyre III died earlier. Three others were shot and are expected to survive. On Tuesday, local human service agencies and peace activists gathered on North Clinton to respond to the recent violence. Anthony Hall, CEO of the Community Resource Collaborative, urges anyone who may know something to come forward. This is not a snitching campaign. This is an upstanding campaign. We have to be upstanders and not bystanders. If we see something as a citizen, as a resident, as a villager, as a community member, we have to say something. Paul said if people have information and don't want to go directly to police, there are a number of local agencies they can speak to. Rochester General Hospital and its nurses union have scheduled a bargaining session on Friday. Last week, the union and its supporters picketed outside the hospital, demanding better staffing and higher wages. The nurses began returning to work on Saturday, hopeful and energized, according to union representative Phoebe Sheehan. She says although they're making strides in the negotiations, there's still more work to do. To lose hope or to 
think that this was the end going on strike would be heartbreaking to our union members who feel the most connected and the strongest that they've ever felt post-strike. This is a beginning to the end, but not the end. Sheehan says she is hopeful that both parties will be able to reach an agreement. The journalist who was the first to cover Paul Rubin's 1991 arrest says many Americans have the wrong story. Rubens was the comedian who created Pee Wee Herman and rose to fame in the 1980s. He died of cancer last week at the age of 70. Rubens was arrested in 1991 when police in Sarasota, Florida, went into an adult movie theater. Chris Lavin was a reporter for the Tampa Bay Times. He now lives in the Finger Lakes. He says Rubens was not in a mainstream movie theater, and the authorities in the courtroom were surprised that anyone had been arrested that day. Everybody in the place was rolling their eyes. The judge was embarrassed. The court bailiffs were embarrassed. And I chatted with him a little bit outside. And nothing in the the descriptions of people of what he was doing. It really had more to do with this craziness in Sarasota that he got caught up in. Eleven was a guest on WXXI's Connections with Evan Dawson. He says Rubens deserves to be remembered for his kindness and his creativity. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.